We're starting a new program now. Tom DeVivo, Mayor of Wyndham, here on the fourth Monday of every month to update Wyndham citizens on town projects and projects and progress. Mayor Tom spotlights Wyndham's connection to state programs, funding opportunities, town council initiatives, relationships with area towns with a focus on the big picture, and our monthly program made possible by Willimantic Auto and Truck Supply, your Willimantic Napa store, 51 Main Street in Willimantic. Mayor Tom, good morning. Thanks for joining us for what's going to be a regular program now. And I guess it's safe to say that job one in the town of Wyndham and all the local towns has to be fighting COVID and the coronavirus. What can you say as far as updating us on that battle? Well, Wayne, it's a, it's a tough battle. I think we are actually winning in a lot of ways because I see the numbers drop off a little bit in Wyndham. Uh, you know, uh, some days we have 20 new cases or 15, but at the, we after the holidays we had some 45 positive t- tests per day. They've dropped back. So the testing that we offer at Rec Park seven days a week, uh, thank you to Harvard Healthcare for doing that, uh, is uh, seems to be helping keep us safe, keep us wearing masks. Uh, we also have it over at Generations. If you had Generations over on Mansfield Avenue across from Harvard Cleaners, you drive in, you go around the back. That's a little bit, uh, they're only open five days a week. That's a, done by Quest Laboratories. And uh, it is strange to pull up there because it feels like you're in the movie because they, they have the National Guard helping them. And they're in uniform, and that seems a little bit uh, scary. But don't be afraid. They're your neighbors, and they're testing you to keep you safe. Yeah, I've done it there, too. I've had a couple tests. I had the Wyndham Hospital version and the Generations. You just, it, it's really weird because the day I was there, there was only three cars in front of me, and you go all the way in the back. You could be driving by on Mansfield Avenue and not even realize what they're doing, but if you're looking for a testing option, that clearly is one. So let's say there's someone who just wants to get tested because the you know exposure is higher now than it was a month or two ago. We still get increasing cases. Just, just back me up on that, and uh, you say go to Rec Park. For a person that's not done it before, what's that procedure? What's that process like? Well, you know, because we're out, many of the council members are out in the community a lot. I've been tested a lot. It sounds like you've had a few tests. Don't be scared of them sticking a Q-tip uh, uh, all the way up to your eyeballs, up your nose. It isn't that hard, and it doesn't, It you know, it's a little uncomfortable. You have to wear a mask. Uh, another thing you have to have is an email address. I've had some uh, people ask me they didn't have emails, and believe it or not, there are people that don't, you know, use the internet much, and they use their children's emails. You need to have a personal email address, uh, and this will also help you if you have it when when your vaccine time comes, because that's how they're going to reach out to you. You have your own personal email address. You can't really use someone else because if the other person gets tested. They use their own email, so, you know, if you don't have an email address, just find someone to go to the library. They'll help you get one, a Gmail account. Because I was surprised that there are people that don't have email addresses in our community. Right, just to clarify, too, uh, you said you got to have a mask when you get tested. I think the mask comes down when they stick that gizmo inside your nose, right? Oh, yeah. That would be difficult to do. Now, I can also speak from experience. Yes, I have been tested uh, six times total. The first two were the more invasive ones. That's the one they they stick it up all the way up, and it made me cry. I mean, I wasn't like a sobbing kid, but I had tears coming out of my eyes. But the last four that I've had, including the ones at Wyndham and Generations, 
they, they're basically touching your nose, and you indicated that it was uncomfortable. I wasn't even uncomfortable. These last four have been easy. So anybody that's afraid of getting some stick shoved up your nose because you're afraid it's going to hurt, well, back in April and May, I'll admit, it didn't feel that great. But the ones I've had since that time, it's not a big deal. And I'm sure those are the ones that pretty much you've had too, right? Yes, they've improved. I've had the, the skinny ones, so to speak, when they went far up. and But they're, they're not doing They're no longer having to do that. Uh, you can do it even if you have uh, broken your nose. I have spoke to someone who was very worried because... Uh, they had had an accident in a swimming pool and broke their nose once when they were a child, and they were afraid, oh, no, this would be bad. It didn't really bother them at all. And so that seems to have, you know, because I called their immediate checked up on it, how did it work out? And so it seemed to work out. You know, it's just, it's a little bit freaky to have someone stick something up your nose, but I think we, you know, the good citizens of Wyndham can, can, can hold it up. Someone did tell me if you're worried about it, try breathing through your nose while they're doing it, and it takes your mind off of what's going on. I like that idea. All right. Maybe I'm too obsessed with this, but I have talked to Jim Rivers on the air about this, too. Can you add anything to the equation about what goes on with this sewage testing in town? Because actually, as Jim has indicated, that is a helpful tool that we use to gauge prediction of where our numbers are going to go several days down the road. Uh, yeah, I can speak to it. From what I understand, I've seen some of the paperwork. I've actually never seen them do the test, Wayne. I've, I'm sure we could arrange that if you... Yeah, keep a safe distance. But the uh, state health department is testing uh, all the sewer treatment facilities across the state. I also know, I mean, I know they do it at the Yukon facility, and they're doing it in uh, the, a plain, the Plainfield sewer facility. They test the effluent, and they can tell if there's a lot of case is going to be, if you're going to have a, case, a rise in cases, I guess is the best way to put it. Uh, you know, it's, uh, we're all humans and we have to live up to what we got, but, you know, they do it safely and they have a way to do it. I'm not sure if they do it right there. They take samples. I, uh, but I have seen the paperwork and you can see when the, when the number of the million, you know, parts per million in the, in our effluent is rises, they know that the, uh, we're going to have a lot of cases, and if the parts per million drop, the cases start to drop off, and it just happens to truly work. And uh, whoever came up with that idea, thank you very much, because it really does help people in the community who are looking for ways to, to help them. Uh, Harvard, you know, Harvard Healthcare, Wyndham Hospital has been really good at uh, the testing, and uh, I, I understand, you know, that they're doing the best they, that they can. So, you know, and I don't know much about vaccines. That's a big question everyone is asking me about vaccines. That was my next question, Tom. Well, I, you know, truly, I actually had someone from Wyndham Hospital call myself, my mayor's line. Uh, we have a phone extension at Town Hall. And uh, asked me what, what they should tell people. Well, I, I think they should just listen to, uh, you know, mainstream media, WILI, and listen to when they can apply. There's a website they can go on and start looking it up at the, you know, uh, Connecticut Health Department, uh, Department of Public Health, State of Connecticut, and they'll give you some guidelines. Uh, you know, it's more presently, uh, I understand that the, the vaccine is in short supply. Generations uh, is one location. They're doing some of the, some of the vaccines, uh, and the doctors from Generations have been the ones going out to 
to some of the elderly senior facilities because uh, we're trying to get the seniors done. First it was 75 and older, now it's 65 and older. So, you know, people have been getting their vaccines. you got to get two. Healthcare workers have got theirs. My daughter-in-law, as you know, Adrienne DeVivo, you know her well. Uh, she she works in healthcare with the seniors, and she got her shot, and she's already gotten the second one. She's you know it does it's just a regular shot in the arm. It's not they don't use a massive needle or anything else like you see on TV. So uh, you know it's she seemed to be okay. So uh, and I know Dennis O'Brien has gotten his shot. Well, he's elderly. Very elderly, actually. Just ask him. He's told me that. Uh, but I'm not sure of it, because when I talk to him, he has an awful lot of energy for someone, an awful lot of energy. Well, you mentioned Adrian. i got to take a little side trip here. One of my favorite radio stories of the pandemic was that I had her booked as a morning show. She deals with the dementia patients and uh, the, the like at Wyndham Hospital. And she was booked to be a guest here, and she's been a guest. She likes to be in the studio and talk to me. And I said, well, you don't do that now. It's all on the telephone. And so we're getting ready to go. It's 20 minutes before 8 and I look out the window, and there she is outside the window coming off the brick sidewalk here. And she did the entire show on her cell phone just outside my window where I could see her and she could see me. I'll tell you what, Tom, that was different. Maybe you should try that sometime. Sure. Did she have the kids with her? No, she was flying solo that day. Okay. What can you say is the story you've had in the news today about the reopening of classrooms in Wyndham and the survey they're taking to see what uh, people's opinions are about that? Yeah, they are taking a survey. Uh, I think the survey is more just for the students and uh, the students' parents. If you don't have children in, in the district, I don't know if you'll get a survey. I wasn't clear on that. But uh, I think that they, I'm so happy they're opening because I know a lot of young people and you know, I've met them during the summer when we hire them for summer jobs or see them working for the town at rec programs. They uh, they need school. You need to meet your friends. It's, you know, we're social animals uh, in one respect, but, you know, sports is important. Uh, a classroom that you go to, because, you know, I, I can tell you as a teenage boy when I was 17, if they told me, you know, sit on the computer in, in your bedroom, I probably would not have done it that hard. I mean, uh, I don't, I don't know because when I was in high school, we didn't have laptops. But you know, if they had, uh, I can't. did they have telephones? Yes, they did. Checking. How about for you? They didn't have telephones when you were in high school. Two tin cans and a string. Yeah, pretty much. That's what that was. Hey, you going to do the uh, plunge for hunger, by the way? You going to jump in the Natchog or some other body of water? Oh, yes, and I the... am. I'm going to jump in the Natchog. I've done it multiple times. Uh, last year I had, uh, actually I got in a, a giant onesie pajama suit for the New York Giants because I always hoped they could win some in some dec- next couple of decades. And uh, I wore that when I went in. And So, you know, I'm going to go down and do the plunge for hunger. I'm looking forward to it and uh, trying to raise as much money as we can for the soup kitchen. Now, it's not the group effort that it's been for the last 10 years or so. It's basically a virtual thing, or you do it ahead of time. Do you have a plan on when or where or how you're going to be doing that? Yes, I do, and they'll see it on my on the Mayor DeVivo Facebook page <laughs> when I do it, and then they'll, they'll tag it somehow. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that, Tom, but that's, I hadn't planned on going there. But to touch base on that, if people want to stay in touch with what's going on in the town, Give an idea as to the type of content you put on your Mayor DeVivo Facebook page. 
Uh, well, not much, Wayne. Uh, you know, <laughs> it, it is out there. I do put, I do post things from time to time. Uh, truthfully, Wayne, you've known me for a long time, and I have a lot of the friends I have that are listening to this show. I'm not really mature yet. When I grow up, I might be able to have one, but I don't manage it. Adrian and uh, my daughter Amanda. Adrian is my daughter-in-law, and my daughter Amanda manage it. I tell them what I want to do, and uh, they set it up. But I do have a TV, uh, not a TV, a charter thing that we do on Thursday nights, Coffee with the Mayor. I don't usually drink coffee, but I drink hot chocolate during the show. It's 30 minutes. Why isn't it hot chocolate with the mayor? Well, I don't know. It's what they put on the big sign, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's just how it became. So, but, uh, so it would, so they, they're going to, that's going to start being on Facebook Live at the same on Thursday nights for 530. I'm just concerned, Tom, that if you do ever grow up, that when we do have boombox parades again, that you might stop carrying that gigantic boombox down Main Street. I like that. I want that to continue. I'm not going to give up carrying my... I have I have two of those now, uh, but I always carry one for my uh, late sister-in-law, Karen, that she gave to me before she passed. And that's the one I've been carrying for many years. I used to borrow it from her, and then she told me I could keep it. And then... But it was, uh, it's, uh, those are great big, uh, those boomboxes get heavy. I'm looking forward to boombox parade. Another thing that's coming up that's going to be a little different this year is the Cupid thing. I know that you participate in it, uh, Cupid. We will have, uh, have Cupid this year, I'm sure of it, uh, for Romantic Willimantic. But it's going to be a little bit different, and that's a surprise to come up on, on your radio show, I'm sure, on February 14th. Well, I think February, isn't February 14th a Sunday? I believe that we're going to probably do, yeah, it is a Sunday. I think that'll probably be done on Friday, February the 12th. I've talked to Tara about that. We haven't quite nailed it down, but I believe that's going to be a Friday event. So right. let people know about that as times come up. Were you involved in that cleanup of the railroad yard on Saturday? Uh, you know, uh, there was a, a young lady named Tiffany LaMare, and... Uh, you know, she was reaching out to me. She wanted to clean up the railroad down there, and I really have wanted it cleaned up for a long time, and it's just been challenging because the railroad doesn't cooperate with the local folks much underneath the footbridge. Uh, I can speak on a personal note that we have reached out to them for five, six years. Uh, Colin Rice has told me he's reached out to them for a very, very long time, and they, they, don't, want, they don't really want to uh, respond to cleaning the blight up cleaning up all that litter, but this young lady, Tiffany, was able to go on social media. She had about 30 people show up. It was amazing to see to, to see them out there. Uh, Willimantic Waste donated some dumpsters and uh, some free gloves, and we went down there, and we just picked up all the stuff. We actually found an old Willimantic Waste dumpster down there, believe it or not. They couldn't figure it out whether they threw it off the footbridge or they dragged it down there, how it got down into the woods. Uh, but it was all rotted and rusted, but there was tires and mattresses and tents and all kinds of garbage all over the place. But we stayed there until about 1 o'clock, started at 9, pulled out, uh, you know, two dumpster fulls of, full of material, and and we cleaned it up. So if you're walking across the footbridge in the next week or so, you'll look over and you won't see all that garbage we've been looking at for so long. And I salute all the people that did that, because it was really frigid on Saturday, but they still came out and did the job. One last note, did you have something you want to say about openings on town boards and commissions? Yes, you know, that is something that's been, 
I've really wanted to talk about more. We have openings. You go to the town website, and it's a new redesigned website. I encourage people to go see it. On the left-hand side are all your civic opportunities. We have a lot of openings. Uh, we have we have an ethics commission that really can't meet because there's only one member. Uh, you know, they only have one person. He's a, he's a great fellow, but uh, we need more members. We need inland wetlands. We have health district planning and zoning. Some of them are all alternate members. Uh, I've been out there talking about this at meetings, talking to people. When I went to the cleanup, I brought my list. I asked for them. You know, so if anybody wants to be on anything, uh, we even have openings in economic development. I mean, the list goes on. Uh, and if you just apply or you call me at uh, 465-3005, I'll call you back and we'll get you involved in something. It, some is, you know, it's not a heavy lift at some of these meetings. So we just love to have people involved because uh, a government run by the government is more is just a better way run by the people. A government run by the people is better than a government run by the government. I guess that's a better way how what I was trying to get at. So if we get people involved, we'll have a much better community. We call it Mayor Meeting Monday. We'll do it on the last well mostly the last Monday of each month during twenty twenty one with Mayor Tom DeVivo, brought to you by Willematic Auto and Truck Supply, your Willematic Napa store, fifty one Main Street, Willematic Tom, good to catch up with you. We'll get you next month. Thank you. See you next month. Thank you, Wayne. 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.